Welcome to another episode of the Faculty Chronicles, a podcast where we speak with Merida College faculty members on important issues that are impacting our campus or impacting our world. I'm your host, Tom Perry, and today we are pleased to welcome Duong Lee, who is an Associate Professor of Finance. Dr. Lee is the Lead Finance Instructor at the college, and she teaches courses on topics like international finance, portfolio management, and business finance. And her research, which is timely, is focused on energy markets. Today, we are pleased to welcome Dr. Lee to talk about inflation and the financial markets and how they are impacting households around the U.S. Dr. Lee, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, we'll get right into it. I know, before, I know, you, you know you've talked about, um, you know, we're going to get into the inflation and all those kind of things. Yes. But, uh, you know, we were talking before we got going about how you, uh, this has been an ongoing thing with you and your class and with your students. Can you just talk about that a little bit? Yes. Um, well, at the beginning of the semester, um, at that time, inflation was already a very ongoing topic, which interested most of my students. And we um, we talk about inflation, and then we also link the topic of inflation to a possible rate increase decision by the Federal Reserve and the possible impact on the stock market. Because starting this year, starting this semester, the stock market has been very volatile, which is of interest to my students. So these are the types of topics that my students and I, we have been having very interesting and extensive discussions and debates about. And I'm very um, glad that um, I have an opportunity to share with you um, our views and what we have learned throughout the semester. Great. Well, let's get right into it then. Um, so the current inflation rate for the U.S. is was at 8.5% at the end of March. Can you explain, you know, for the person who doesn't really pay attention to that or isn't into inflation, understand, what are the factors or what, what causes inflation to increase or decrease, I guess? Yeah. Um, well, to understand the, the big picture of inflation, um, I would like to give you a brief review of the inflation history of, in the U.S. Um, since the depression, uh, since the recession of 2007-2009, uh, from 2010 all the way to 2020. So for those 10 years, we did not have inflation. Right? The target, the target inflation rate that the Federal Reserve had for the economy was 2%. So during those years, what we were worried about was deflation, which means a decrease in the, va- in the prices of assets and um, products. And now the pandemic hit. And um, I still remember that Monday, March 23rd, 2020, because it was the second Monday that we need to move to online learning. And at that point, my students and I, at that point, two years ago, we were discussing about the very impressive, heroic and swift actions of the Federal Reserve. They pledged unlimited support to the economy by uh, promising that, well, companies, you just issue bonds and then we will spend unlimited amount to buy those bonds. And on top of that, they swiftly slashed down interest rate to zero percent. So on the one hand, we have the Federal Reserve pledging unlimited support. And on the other hand, the government gave out several rounds of stimulus money to the economy, to businesses and individuals. So on the one hand, we have the demand side. When people have a lot of money, people tend to spend. But on the other hand, um, we have short up. Everyone knows that we have supply chain disruption and um, the problem was worsening this year because of 
sides of the uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which has a very negative impact on commodities prices, and also the OPEC's uh, decision not to increase their oil production. Um, so those are those are the the factors that have been leading to an increase in, in inflation in this country. Okay. Yeah. Um, well. The news isn't necessarily better either. Uh, experts are warning us that inflation may go up even more throughout tw- uh, 2022 and may not begin to recede until well into 2023. Do you agree with this assessment? What are some of the things that you, you know, from as we talked about before, you said, you know, there's always different opinions on this. Yes. It's not a yeah. science. How do you look at inflation? What do you foresee from the stuff that you've read and been able to, to I guess, ascertain from that? Well... What I often share with my students, and we tend to agree with each other, is that we could not rely very much on forecasts because they are, right, they are always just scenarios. And we can only talk about scenarios and we can only talk about the probabilities that we can assign to each of the scenarios. So, for example, there's 60% chance that the scenario is that the inflation will increase even further toward the end of 2022 and even leading to 2023. But there's also another 40% probability that somehow the commodities markets will be eased, especially when um, the government decided to release some oil reserves. And um, we hope that the supply chain issues could be eased toward the end of the year. So again, it is more uh, how we frame the, the future in terms of scenarios and probabilities, right? In, in, instead of saying things for certain, because no one can tell you for certainty what we're going. So to connect the... Uh inflation with the the markets and how that you know can you talk about that and how the two i guess i would say work hand in hand or how they impact each other yes um that is the um that is the topic that my students are very interested in and we have been having some lively debates and discussions in class about now the the link between inflation and stock prices is this because of very of this very high inflation rate, um, the Federal Reserve has switched their stance. Right? Throughout the year of 2021, the Federal Reserve always confirmed that they did not even thinking think about thinking about increasing interest rate. But starting in December of 2021, because at that time with the rampaging inflation rate, the the Federal Reserve switched their stance and they signaled to the market that they will start increasing interest rates, right? And possibly at 0.25% or lately they decided that it would be even further. It may be 0.5% each point. And whenever interest rate increase, we will see a decrease in asset prices in general, especially stock prices. And there are several factors to explain that. So, you know, we're talking about the Federal Reserve a little bit and and, and the role. Can you, you know, I I think people hear the Fed all the time and they they hear it talked about. But um, I'd I'd like for you to explain, again, I I want us to be able to talk to people who may not think of when, when they listen to this, they don't think of these things, they get a better understanding. What role does the Fed play in controlling inflation and controlling, I mean, they make decisions. I mean, they, they yes. move things. Can you talk a little bit about that for the basic person to understand this is the Fed's role and why they do these things? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Well, the Federal Reserve, they have dual roles, right? They, they always have two roles at the same time. The first role is to control unemployment rate to make sure that people will get employed and the, the economy will get going. And the second role, which is equally important, is to control inflation rate. So throughout the year of 2021, now inflation rate throughout 2021 was already 7%, which was very high. But the Federal Reserve at that point declined to increase interest rate because they were fearful, they were afraid that they would make the same... Well, we don't want to call it mistake, but the scenario that had happened after the recession of 20, of 2007-2009, when they were just too aggressive and the economy was not growing as much as they wanted. So, um, but now they, starting in December of 2021, and especially um, toward February and March of 2022, the Federal Reserve signal the plan to increase interest rate because an increase in interest rate is the only tool that the Federal Reserve has in order to combat inflation. Right? Now, just one more story in the um, historical finance. Um, in the early 1980s, well, our students may be even <laughs> too young to remember that, but inflation in this country was 16%, as you may remember. And the chairman of the Federal Reserve at that time, he was, I think that was a heroic action. He induced a recession in order to break the neck of inflation. So again, we were talking a little bit beforehand and you were you were saying that um, there are, reading an article, there are those folks who feel like sometimes inflation is a good thing. You know that there's some yeah. benefits to it. Can you yeah. talk? I mean, again, when you think about the average, you know, person and and you know their expenses are going up, they're going to be like, wait a second, there's nothing good about this. But can you explain why it can be good? Yeah. Um, well, it's. Um, I just happened to uh, read an article um, lately, and in that article, um, it was reported that some economists um, published their research studies about inflation may not be as harmful as we perceive it to be, because uh, with inflation, now typically from corporations' point of view, they were not very much afraid or concerned about inflation because they could swiftly increase prices and they may have some tendency to increase hiring, right? which is a good thing for the economy when uh, the employment rate is increasing. But, uh, but then they also concluded that, well, well if you talk to a typical American household, right? You cannot persuade them that well when you go when you go to the supermarket and you look at your bills and you see an increase of ten percent, fifteen percent, and you cannot say that it is better. Yeah. yeah. Um and as I said, you've you've talked about the class a lot, but I always like yeah. to kind of end with um, you know, how your students are responding to this. And I know you've talked about it a little bit, but I have to imagine this semester has really energize those conversations in class yes, because it's yes. so could you just talk about that the interest the excitement that students have had in being able to come to class and have these conversations yes well i'm not quite sure whether i could call it excitement because let me let me let me relate some anecdotes with you many of my students well last year the year of 2021 when stock prices kept matching up and then they added positions to their portfolio and starting at the beginning of this year 
they look at their portfolio and it dropped by, if they are lucky, 40%. In some cases, some positions, 50%. And I don't think that it is excitement. But regardless, we... My whole point about covering these materials in class is to help my students to understand the current events, right? What is leading to the sudden and very violent behavior of stock prices, the, the volatility that we observe in the stock market. And um, the way that we talk to each other is that we are living in the history, right? So that Five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when my students right, think about the time that they were in college and that was the semester um, or possibly the last semesters that I, that I was in Marietta College and inflation rate was the highest point in 40 years and the portfolio was tanking and then we had a very lively discussions about these topics. So that was my main point too, to always keep my students um, knowledgeable and confident about what is going on. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Faculty Chronicles, and thank you to Dr. Lee for sharing her insight with us today. If you'd like to learn more about Marietta College, please visit www.marietta.edu.